0: play games at all? Uh... More and more.
1: I mean, just, you know, whatever really cheap bullshit indie stuff I could get off Steam. Nice.
0: Yeah, I've got about a dozen games on Steam that I haven't started yet. Like anything with a gay character, I play it. One of the games I've really enjoyed is called Genital Jousting.
2: You play as a penis,
0: and then you're like a penis going around, and you're jousting other penises. And you can buy little outfits for your penises. Like hats and suits. Yeah. Or you can buy dresses. You can have girl penises. Mm. Just well just like real life. Just like in real life.
2: Lol. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ball, podcast, fun for one and all, loving
0: life and standing tall, oh, Tokyo Closet Ball. Hello, konbanwa, and good evening to the... Fuck, I messed it up. <laughs> Hello, konbanwa, and welcome to the Tokyo Closet Ball Podcast. My name is Tatiana, and with me as always, Mix Tokyo Closet Ball number seven, Mysterious.
2: Uh it uh, me again. Hello, how are you doing mysterious i'm doing all right i'm doing all right i'm trying to stay warm it is apparently negative one now, according to my phone, which is mm-hmm. super fun. Ugh. So yes, I used do that. to
0: it, my emotions are normally at a negative one. Oh. And with us is our very special guest. Calling in from Gunma, she is Susie Scream Cheese. Welcome to the podcast, Susie Scream Cheese.
2: Hey,
0: thanks for having me. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Did everybody have a great new year? I know I did. I had a little tiny party. I wanted to invite like five people. Turns out 20 people showed up. So I'm like, <gasps> fuck, all Oops. this cooking and cleaning. No. Whoopsie toodles. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and well,
1: I was unlike you guys, I was snowed in back then, so I was just you know, pretty snowed in in my high rise in the middle of the snowy wastelands, uh, drinking heavily. Happy
2: New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year,
0: you got to have all the important supplies. Yeah, mm.
2: I Be- went to a small house party with cats, so I got oh. to play with cats. That's all. Yeah. Lucky.
1: I've seen in the past few days for the first time in my life more snow monkeys than cats no. which is very disappointing to me because you know, cats are fun
0: Cats are fun Yes, and- which
1: is our plug for the movie
2: Cats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, if you're ever feeling down or depressed, just watch the movie Cats and be happy you're not living in that world. Mm. <laughs> ah, yes. Did everyone notice it's a snow day? We got about six inches and then we got some snow.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. We got nothing because uh, it had just stopped snowing for the first time in about a week, luckily. So today was our off day, but I think it's going to start snowing again tomorrow.
0: Mm -hmm. Fun. Did you get snow much in uh, Kentucky,
2: Mysterious? In Kentucky? Uh, Yeah, it's kind of similarly in Tokyo. Like we'll get end of December, beginning of January, like a good hard week of snow. And then it stops.
1: Wait a minute. Where are you now?
2: Now I'm currently in Edogawa being snowed so now i'm in tokyo being snowed right. in mm-hmm. so yeah so right now there is snow all over the place like that's all over my balcony it's all over my neighbor's balcony the kids this morning were screaming with joy <laughs> and woke me up
1: <laughs> that's right you are from kentucky next area
2: yes? yes i'm from kentucky That is made a loving- the smell
1: I made a loving tribute to your to your home state with my yes. with my first drag
2: performance. Yes, yes.
1: I hope you appreciated.
2: I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, the the chickens and the chicken yes. bones, which you show which show the future.
1: <laughs> yes, I divined the future.
0: The future being that I would continue doing stupid shit in drag. Exactly. <laughs> so let's jump. all let's jump into that shit with. <laughs> our interview guest Susie Scream Cheese. Mm-hmm. So let's ask about your name history. Uh how did you choose the name and how did it evolve into what it is?
1: Okay, well,
0: while feverishly preparing for my first drag performance,
1: thank you Tatiana.
0: You're welcome.
1: Um I was asked, what is your drag name and I needed to come up with something and I was listening to a lot of Frank Zappa at the time so I just became susie cream cheese because that was the name of that they gave to this really dumb fan that followed them around all the time and it i thought it fit and then uh yeah now that i'm doing more stuff with casket Hars, i thought i'd you know make it a little more par ish so it became susie cream cheese so it's you know dumb and horrible it's a perfect fit
0: Dumb and horrible. I love it. Those are two things I love. I didn't even realize <laughs> Susie Cream Cheese was a, was a song name. I thought you, n- you made it up yourself.
1: No, no, no. It's a not a song. It was a person.
0: Eh, wow. Yeah. What a cheesy person. Absolutely. I'm not going to apologize for that, because if I didn't make that joke, I'd have to make a cream joke. Uh... <laughs> so, let's move right along, shall we? Um, yes. Please. LGBT... A little bit about it. The LGBT community is quite diverse. Do you want to talk about how you fit into the LGBT community? Uh, I fit in there somewhere.
1: The closest thing I would be is among the asexuals, which is, you know, coming out. When I, you know, appeared in drag in public for the first time, I came out as something certainly, um, other than straight heteronormative as a straight uh, something other than a straight heteronormative individual but it's Mm. I guess coming out as asexual which this was kind of confirmed from talking to a now a mutual friend of ours at one of your parties Mm. it's you know maybe a bit different from coming out as gay or lesbian because you're coming out as the absence of sexuality and Mm -hmm. there is not really a frame of reference for you know what asexual is so Like any good improv performance, you say to your family or friends, whoever, I'm asexual. And their response is yes and.
0: And asexuals are definitely a part of the community because there's still a lot of discrimination uh, just off the top of my head. So the idea that they could be cured. Oh, you just haven't met the right person yet. It's the same experience that a lot of queer people have to live with. Mm -hmm. The
1: idea is that everybody wants to have sex with something.
0: Mm -hmm. And we need people who don't have sex, too, like, we need people at the orgies to just hold the camera. Mm. No, for fuck's sake. (laughs) We need someone at the orgy to just, you know, refill the Brita filter. I'm on it. Everyone's going to be thirsty after. (laughs) Okay, I've, I've, uh, no more joking about that. So you said your first time performing. Was Clausewil your first time?
1: It, well, my first time appearing in public in women's clothing was over 10 years ago at a Halloween party in college, but then I looked at myself in the mirror after a long day of wearing around an old woman's dress, decided I'd never pass, and gave up on the whole thing for about 10 years, and then cut right to being on a stage in a drag show under the lights in a dress covered in chicken and a severed hand.
0: (sighs) (laughs) and that was my coming out in drag wonderful so you mentioned passing for our listeners what passing means is that someone cannot clock that you are in drag they think that you are what you are presenting as it's basically what passing means although
1: although when I I say that but there was a funny story of me in horrible drag and like shitty cover girl makeup in uh Grand Central Station in New York City, and of course I have to use the restroom.
0: So, <gasps>
1: oh no. I get, so I just, without thinking, go straight to the men's room, and I hear behind me, "Excuse me, miss, miss." Oh hell no! I ain't gonna fuck with that. <laughs> and I, you know, just crack up hysterically in the bathroom stall. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was I was misgendered my first time in women's clothing, which was hilarious
0: congratulations you've earned one, one star on your lgbt stamp card
1: yep <laughs> just
0: a few yeah. more and then you'll get a bingo
1: no all the, all the times i've been misgendered were really bizarre the next time I was in a hospital when i wasn't in
0: i was How in... was in a hospital aren't doctors and nurses supposed to be experts at this I was About to say shouldn't they like know? <laughs> and i i wasn't
1: i wasn't looking very glamorous i assure you i had been uh I was in a hospital gown with messy hair and I'd been throwing up blood for the past (laughs) um, day and a half. And it was, I just, you know, it was the first time I was able to get up and pee on my own. And one of the orderlies was trying to stop me from going to the men's room because he thought I was a woman.
0: Oh, Okay. Well, you know, Throwing up blood is very uh, feminine coded. I hear women, do that, <laughs> once a, women do that once a month. It's <laughs> pretty much foretold. Yes, like, that's
2: exactly how that works. Good job.
1: Yeah, well, I, I would, saying that I would I would love to do the same on stage one day. Just to, oh,
2: know, it's, it's totally possible. Ask uh, literally any of the Casket of Horror people. I'm sure yeah. they can direct you to the blood that can be fountained from your face. It's I, I know half a dozen people who have just have spare blood hanging around their house. Yeah. I do. I have. I have one. I have three green vials of blood, and then I have five red vials of blood, and they're. F- and then I have black. I have two black vials of blood. So I have at least ten different packages of blood that I bought at Halloween, if well, not
1: more. Thank you, Miss Mysterious, because the thing is, I really want to pass as a woman while I'm on stage, so, so... that will help me greatly.
0: <laughs> this is so stupid. I love it. Yes. All right. <clears throat> and you speak. need way more blood than that. so um <laughs> gosh um how do i go from here
2: just asking
0: yeah
2: like okay so your your chicken your chicken conundrum yeah. what did you <laughs> so would you like to explain why you had to use the, the 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 chicken you did and you couldn't use the previous chicken you wanted because oh. i because <laughs> i remember this
1: you remember you remember that story yes, I, yes. I, I put a lot of thought into this because it's yes. my first time in drag yeah you know, obviously i wanted to look very glamorous just like the the women who preceded me on such programs as RuPaul's Drag Race, so I wanted to really look uh part,
2: uh-huh.
1: and um, I live in the middle of nowhere, so there wasn't a KFC nearby, so I wanted to use Kombini chicken. Uh-huh. The problem was um, the, I guess, luckily for, lucky for their customers, it was just, the chicken pieces were just too thick, and was, it was going to tear off my dress if uh-huh. I put on too much of it, because it was too it was just weighing me down too much, whereas KFC is enough of a ripoff that fashion it into a, a proper garment without <laughs> weighing me down. And I did not lose any chicken on the stage, at, nor my wig. I actually lost my severed hand, which was the last thing I was expecting to lose during my performance.
2: Uh, wow! Yes, yeah, so you heard it here first. Family Mart chicken, family ma. Has yeah. a more chicken ratio than KFC. Yes, scandal. Yes, <laughs> I love that. So
1: not so good for dresses, maybe better for eating. I don't know. Now I think it's <laughs>
0: gross. Yes, yes, just like my genitals. Not good for dresses, better for eating.
2: Ew. Yes, ew. <laughs> that is that is accurate. Good job. That'll be that'll be
1: my look for like Hanukkah. My my foreskin
2: dress. <laughs> oh, God, God. <laughs>
1: Uh, you you just, heard it here for first
0: everyone. Yeah, just go to a brisk and like pick up a foreskin. Do that every yeah. couple of years. It's like a, a marathon of brisses. You'd need like like five hundred babies to get a proper dress your size.
1: Luckily for me, I have four hundred and ninety nine. If it's very
0: mono. <laughs> you'll be the Corella de Ville of foreskin. Yes. <laughs> oh, Much more hold on. Let me call Emma Stone. Juicy down.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> Blimey, why am I here? Why, what, is, <laughs> what is my life recording?
0: <laughs> We're building community, <laughs> god damn it,
2: yeah.
1: exactly. <laughs> I mean, word. you know, somehow in that performance of masturbating with a piece of chicken on a stage, um, I, I do believe I somehow empowered women and uh, queer people everywhere
0: because <laughs> <laughs> you know, people don't have to be so serious all the time, time. like. I love closet ball performers, but sometimes they choose these dramatic songs. Oh, this is about abuse. This is about trauma. This is about my dad not loving me, Bada bada ba -ba. And I've done those songs too. They're very powerful. Sometimes you just want to be a silly goofball. And we need that in our lives. Yeah.
1: Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, the other reason, more practical reason why I did some of that as my first thing is because if I fucked up, people wouldn't necessarily know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. Because beauty is so fragile. It's so difficult to make a beautiful face. But if you do camp drag, silly drag, there's so much more you can do. Let's oh, let's make my eyebrows two different sizes. Why not? Mm-hmm. Let's um let's wear the five dollar granny dress.
1: Yeah, although um the dress for my uh Casker Har show was even cheaper. That was a whole dollar that was a whole
0: hundred yen a whole hundred yen wow
1: did you see my my casket thing
0: yeah i saw it on instagram you look great i love the uh the face paint well that is thanks to uh of horrors drag daddy Derek.
1: Mm -hmm. um i i couldn't have done that on my own just yet um that that's still a work in progress (laughs) because uh yeah i've been a performing drag queen for a whole month and a half <laughs> no.
0: That's okay. You still look better than people who've been doing it 10 years. Oy. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I am not naming names or naming cities, Eugene, Oregon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the entire city of Eugene,
1: Oregon. Well, I mean, because I do remember <laughs> 10 years ago, like, I didn't even think of it as drag because obviously drag was a gay thing and I had no idea I was anything other than straight but just like you know you know YouTube tutorials in 2008 weren't quite what they are now
2: and uh, now you could
1: just look you could just look up your favorite drag queen and find like all sorts of makeup tutorials from them which is really useful but you know, I do. I remember when Drag Race actually first started, mm-hmm. and you know, I ignored it for ten plus years, which is why actually I know you as Tatiana earlier than I knew about Drag Race, Tatiana, because I Thank didn't watch you. Drag Race until I had seen Closet Ball.
0: Mm-hmm. Closet
1: Ball was the first drag show I'd ever seen. It was the first drag anything I'd ever seen.
0: Wow, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I just want to make sure that we uh, elevate people and try to teach people about drag because every closet ball, it's going to be somebody's very first show. So right. we all got to hope we do our best and uh, hope that we don't uh, have a power outage like what happened five years ago.
2: Oh, my God. When I had to perform with uh, Julia, your makeup is terrible. And thank God the lights came on just as we started. It was you- like, thank Jesus.
0: <laughs> uh, that was a That was an exciting night, wasn't it?
2: It was. We had just like lamps hitting up and they were just like, do your best. And it's like, okay, this is a hazard. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just... Well, I, I kind oh. of had that for my for my for my second show uh, with Trieste. Not lights, but just my clothes kind of my wardrobe kind of exploded as that things was... were going on.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it's all good. The beans.
0: The mm-hmm. beans. Yeah, actually. N- Mixed I didn't see this serious.
2: one. That was a you, bean dress. There was no, 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 no. There was a be- a can of beans on stage. There was yeah, a can of
1: beans because Mysterious has actually seen all three of my shows. Which yeah, is, yeah. Which you know, thank you very much. And
2: you're welcome.
1: I feel like I owe you an apology because you've been so supportive of me, and actually, I was a little bit shady. I think of your drag. The first time I saw you on stage because I guess it's very it's just typical you Mm -hmm. watch a drag show or cooking show or any kind of show and Uh you think to yourself well if it were me I would do x y and z Uh not knowing what it's really like on the stage yeah so I think I owe you a little bit of an apology because you've been so amazingly supportive of me
2: you're welcome And I, you don't need to apologize. It's fine. People are allowed to be critical of any show that they go see. I guess I will say that I have opinions on RuPaul's Drag Race and I have opinions about how it's really, it's really glamorized drag to a point where like anybody who doesn't do that exact style gets critically like panned a lot nowadays. And I don't like that. I think that there should be more open expression than what now drag seems to have been cornered into a lot of like I don't like it I like the idea that you should be able to have bad eyebrows like I do king shows yeah and so I am supposed to not be pretty a lot of the times I'm very much like anti-toxic masculinity in a lot of the shows I do yeah and people like I don't get it and like why aren't you doing this that the other and I'm just like the point wasn't to be pretty mm. that's the point point. and so yeah people don't yeah. I mean
1: although I was you know in <laughs> Inspired, but somewhat by Drag Race, like the queens that mm-hmm. I was influenced the most by aren't Drag Race queens. Mm-hmm. They're they're like psychopaths, like Squeaky Blonde and Phaedra Fay. So <laughs> you'll just you know just be electrocuted on stage, or walk on be walking on broken glass and hanging yourself, or just you know screaming on the middle like live screaming in the middle of a dance floor, and right. that's it. That's I think what I represent completely yeah I
2: agree (laughs) at the beans
1: I'm gonna I think cut back on the food from now on
2: there's a lot of beans and chicken
0: Susie the boar queen yeah every (laughs) every show is gonna have a different food group
2: I'm waiting for the day that like you pull out ham from like a bra or something like I'm kind of like waiting for that like I was kind of like I was like come on when's it gonna happen pull out a banana from your pants or like just
0: (laughs) show us your roasty
2: i'm waiting for it i'm like when's when's one day one day there's gonna be something pulled out of somewhere and it's gonna be eaten and i'm gonna laugh
0: (laughs) how do you see your drag growing in the future
1: well i think uh learning to use blood would help because i think that was the only thing i kind of messed up and in my last show people i didn't get quite bloody enough and uh, also just to kind of see where i can go with my drag i mean i, I don't think like yeah. like mick Sayers said before i don't think i'm gonna be the kind of person doing like splits and death drops on a regular basis but i want to see what other kind of drag i can do what other things i could do in a drag show For example, if that comedy thing ever happens, um, see if I could be funny in addition to being, you know, a scary, freakish drag. Be funny on purpose. Yes, be (laughs) funny on purpose.
0: Um, Just to see other
1: things I can do in drag, really.
0: That's amazing. I'm super excited to see more of Susie Scream Cheese in the future. Yes. Yes. We're about to take a musical break when we're going to listen to the song. Which the, one are you picking? There were three very different songs. Yes, and For there's... the sake of the mood, we're going to listen to Two of Hearts by Stacey Q. And the Stacey... reason behind that is that I am
1: currently obsessed with talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, Morgan McMichaels' uh, lip sync of the song from season two is probably going to live rent free in my head for the rest of my natural life.
0: Welcome back. Tonight's news item is about asexuality, the ascent of the invisible, invisual, invisual. I'm going to keep it that way. Invisual, invisual sexual ori- <laughs> orientation. <laughs> Take it away, mysterious.
2: Okay, so yes, so we have here a article by Jessica Klein, I believe is how you would say the name, Asexuality, the Ascent of the Invisible Sexual Orientation, and it talks about how uh, asexuality has been hidden away as like a sexual or or non-sexual orientation for a really long time, and now we're trying to come forward with it, think about it as like a sexuality on the spectrum thing. So there are many words for asexuality, as I, yeah, it even says in the article, asexual, aromantic spectrum, which is a little bit different. So asexual being absence of like sexuality, aromantic is kind of like the absence of like even romantic feelings towards people in general. Um, So some people do though have say, you know, spouses or they'll still have partners and things like that, but mm. uh, like they still want companionship, uh, but it's just that the really not having the drive for it which i think is kind of i don't know i think it's interesting that people will be like that can't exist or that's just not a thing that exists like that that really boggles my mind like yes obviously it does (laughs) if people say it exists and they're like i don't have it then you can't be like yes you do like that's not how this works (laughs) (laughs) like it's just not so yeah i i've met people though who are like that who just quote unquote don't believe in it i'm like that's It's like saying you don't believe in the sun. Like it's there. (laughs) It's 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 not how this works. So yeah. It's like saying if everyone
0: was asexual, there'd be no humanity. Yeah, that's true. If every planet was a sun, there'd be no humanity either.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? And like the idea of like, oh yeah, they're gonna think that they don't have to make babies, and it's like they don't. That's called forced breeding. That's a crime. (laughs) Forced breeding sounds like my (laughs) Friday night, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. And that's like That's a whole, like, I love how, okay, not to hate on the heteros, but to hate on the heteros. Whenever they're just, (laughs) yeah, whenever they're just like, if people have to, like, if people are allowed to marry the other, the quote unquote other sex, then there will be no more babies. And it's like, you know that we've existed since the dawn of time, right? There are still babies. Don't worry about it. Straight people aren't aren't a dying breed. <laughs> like, what are you talking and, about?
1: I mean, in the case of asexuals, I mean, it's kind of hard for me to say because I've spoken to a grand total of one other asexual person about asexuality, partly because it is so easy to just kind of pass as straight and stay in the closet. Um, when you are not acting, obviously, a way that people would think of as, for example, gay. And I think historically, you know, if somebody was asexual, they might say, oh, they're just religious and celibate, eccentric, straight person. Like, you know, a, a sh- kind of like a Sherlock Holmes or a
0: Doctor Who kind of character. I was character just going to where... bring up Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yeah where they are
1: solely focused on something and other than sex and sex especially you know the female sex never really comes up
0: and if you'd like to hear more about asexuality i would recommend the youtuber david j bradley he's very smart and insightful i actually enjoyed his video sherlock holmes asexual icon It's really smart and really well-researched and with some fabulous costumes. The name again was David J. Bradley on YouTube.
1: Which is why, you know, asexual representation in culture in general is so strange because there's always been asexual characters for as long as there have been, you know, movies or literature or what have you. But it's just been a story where sex doesn't come into play like a a Sherlock Holmes or something and but you wouldn't really I I guess you wouldn't really think twice about whether or not it's a conscious theme, it is different, Mm -hmm. because you are talking about, in many cases, a lack of sexuality. Mm -hmm. so how do you come out as having a lack of sexuality it's you know i when i was talking to that one other asexual person like you know are you generally out about it and the answer was you know not really because it's not that it's even shameful because it isn't it's just kind of yes and it's just kind of you don't people don't really know how to react
0: well, that's why it's important to have things like uh, Asexual Awareness Day where people can go on social media and declare that. I found out three or four people on my Facebook friend list are asexual. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. Congrats. Yeah,
2: man. Yeah, no. it's... It's... There are and, more than you think.
0: And mm-hmm. look, you, you do
1: need somebody. You know, pride marches can be can be a rather grueling affair and you need somebody to, to bring the cake. <laughs> right. You know,
0: bitches need to eat. So mm-hmm. I mean,
1: think, of like, t- think of all the, the
0: time. Think of all the time you're sexualists. saving, not having to have sex. You can go to bed so early. Well, not May. <laughs> but that's the
1: that's the thing instead of uh which is a funny part of I guess you would say asexual culture. We would say instead of sex, we you know let them eat cake, which is cute. And I kind of
0: like that. Nice. So, um, to any uh, asexuals listening to this podcast, what kind of message do you have for them? Um, no pressure, but it's all on you. You have to save on- all. You have to <laughs> save all of them.
2: No. Well,
0: the,
1: the thing, the thing is, like, don't worry about fitting inside a box because asexuality is, despite being a non-sexuality, is a sexuality within a sexuality because there's a spectrum. You can be gray asexual you could be a romantic asexual mm. and regardless of which box you fit into or don't fit into you know there's a place in the queer community for you And right. there isn't i mean i guess there is no an advantage to being asexual is that there is no rigid hierarchy within asexuals forcing you to conform to some sort of asexuality right i mean for me personally I would, I would even venture to say that me being asexual, me being asexual as an identity is not half as important as it is for people to be, who are, you know, gay or, or lesbian or, or, or trans. It's, it's, it's more like bisexuality, I think, because it's, you know, there is a, such a range. So don't worry about conforming. be your thing.
2: I feel like there's a lot of parallels of what people also like say to aces and what they say to bisexuals. So for example, someone has told me like, I don't believe you're bisexual. And I'm like, excuse you. And they're like, I think it has to be one or the other. And I'm like, ah, you're allosexist. Got it. Okay. Just because Uh, I'm not
1: having sex with two people right now.
2: Yes, exactly. Hold on. What was that word you said? Allosexist? I've never heard that before. Allosexist is the idea that you have to be one or the other. You can't, you can't be both. Like you, there is only the straights there is only the gays there's nothing in between there's no Mm. spectrum like those people
1: allosexual the sex is very (laughs) smooth (laughs) and good for your skin
2: yeah i heard that one. this
0: one american politician she's openly bisexual but she has a husband and that was a big scandal how could she be bisexual and have a husband um
2: what's her name? Alicia Silverstone's the same. She got married to her husband and then like all of the news reporters for like an extremely prolonged amount of time were just like, oh, so you're not bisexual anymore. And she's like, that's not how that works.
1: Which is bizarre because you, you would think that would be something they would be celebrating. Oh, she's getting married to a partner. Right. Yeah.
2: But no, but, uh, it, it happens a lot. Like people will be like, oh, you're dating now a person. Therefore you're, It's that's no longer like the other part is no longer valid basically in their heads. And it's like, no, no, which is
1: bizarre to me because I guess it's strange for me to say is an asexual and I really have no evidence to draw on this, but I kind of have the sneaking suspicion that most people to some degree at some point in their life really are bisexual. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously it's pretty clear that most people you can never say that most people are asexual. Have
0: you watched American football? It's pretty gay. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly you know this obsession about men and men's bodies from other
0: very masculine men
2: it's Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right
0: or women policing other women's bodies oh she's too fat Mm -hmm. she's too thin
2: fat phobia is just everywhere but yeah the, the also just same as like parallelly like same with like asexuals part of the issue is just like oh that means you're like you're like the zero of the spectrum and it's like no there's still like spectrums within the spectrum does that like trying to explain it to people yeah. like no some people do get married i know i know an asexual person who got married had a child and people were like oh you can't be because obviously you had sex and you had a baby and it's like no just because i don't have the drive for it doesn't mean that i lack the need for companionship in a family <laughs> like, that's, that's why still...
0: god invented turkey basters
2: <laughs> well I, the thing is is like people, I don't understand this, like people before modern times seem to have understand the concept of like having children, even if you like don't really like each other, even like, well, it's yeah. just like, it's called so, being British, right? <laughs> so that, so like,
0: there's,
1: I think, I feel like there's a lot, it's a lot easier, again, how it's kind of easy to be in the closet as an asexual,
2: yeah, because, because right.
1: there's all sorts of his, his cultural justifications for Suddenly, not wanting to have sex, you know. Most it's of them negative. Way more than that. Yeah, yeah. Know, ironically yeah. enough. Oh, she's a frigid woman. Oh, he's kind yeah. of a well. These days, they would say beta male.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm. And in Japanese, there's this term herbivore men of the idea uh, of like men who don't yeah. want to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the thing is, is I don't. I, don't, I still don't understand. What, like I do, but I don't. The idea of like oh, you just can't exist then because I don't believe you exist. It's like, that's not how it works. <laughs> like, it's, it's not how things work.
1: Or that, you know, especially in like, you know, 80s or 90s, like bro comedies where oh, you, know, God, you, yeah. you just need <laughs> the help of a, a good wingman and, okay, if you're identified as male. Or
2: you yeah, just yeah, need
1: yeah. Uh, You just need to find the one. All right. those, you know, dumb romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, a good play on that would be one where he finds the one, but he's asexual, mm-hmm. and then what? And then you know, chaos because nobody could obviously handle that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but it's like I, as I'm reading the article, uh, the I like that this this they have a whole section about how representation is a resource. Mm-hmm. The idea that like oh, absolutely, you know, when people do come out and they do gather in groups, and then like after that point you can start to then support each other and then you can also start to like have a word for it you know right i, feel like I mean
1: that's... in addition to being sorry, sorry i serious in addition to huh. being a baby queen i kind of almost think of myself as a baby asexual
0: because yeah. i've
1: had ex- i've had exactly one conversations about asexuality with another asexual individual yeah and uh because of that I think because of the fact that I've been kind of in the closet about my sexuality is also one of the reasons I know so little about what I'll collectively refer to as gay stuff. Yeah. I mean, despite being a drag queen, drag queen, yeah. you know, in a which is an in, I've come to learn an important part of gay culture. I know very little about this culture. So right. I think putting a name on it, being part of the community, helps you become more active and aware of that community
2: i think that it's good at least that people are now coming out more and they are getting the word into their vocabulary and also uh just remember international asexuality day is a very important day for that too i'm glad that we've we've finally got an international day also out there actually april 6 2022 so it's april It's international asexuality day. So be aware. April 6th. in
1: time for spring. You know, the flowers are blooming, the trees are getting green, and people are not having sex. They choose the
0: sexiest month for the asexuals. Yes. They they should have given them February when it's all cold and everyone's indoors. Isn't there a different so frigid? Hold on. Isn't
2: there a day in February that's always belonged to somebody? Hold on. There's like a big yeah, there it is. There's the big calendar. February is a romantic spectrum awareness week. Oh, okay.
1: Is is that around Valentine's Day?
2: That's on the 21st of February. <laughs> Interesting. Cool. March, March is by it's a Health Awareness Month. You can't have it. It's mine now.
1: <laughs>
2: uh Lesbian Visibility Day is on the 26th of April.
1: Mm. Uh
2: June is Pride Month for most of like Northern America, but mm. in May, it's queer history month for Germany. Mm. so stuff like that
1: but i mean like again as maybe there are asexuals to whom being exclusively asexual is important but Mm. i don't know maybe it's just because i do drag as an asexual Mm. but i feel like you know that barrier between asexual and gay is not necessarily super important and i i kind of like I kind of like being in that, you know, queer space as a drag queen. So, you know, celebrate it, but also don't worry about it.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
0: Don't worry about it. Just be you and the people who deserve your friendship will love you for who you are.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And if someone says they don't exist, you make them not exist in your life. Oh, I
0: like that one.
2: Yeah, you just,
1: you, you know, you make them, if someone says you don't exist, you pay them back by by not having sex with them.
2: (laughs) That too.
0: Let's lighten the mood with a rainbow spotlight. Today's rainbow spotlight is a TV show called Kibo and the Wonder Beasts. This is an animated Netflix show. Uh, Kibo, a sheltered girl. Kipo, bloody hell, I'm sober. I promise you I'm sober. (laughs) You're just tired? (laughs) Kipo, a sheltered girl, gets a crash course in survival when a mutant attacks her and sends her to the surface, far from the safety of her underground home. Mm. It is wonderful. There's lots of queer characters. Mm. Um, It's very much in the hope punk genre, where -hmm. there's an apocalypse, but
2: everybody is happy and hopeful. Yes. I love Kipo. I've seen all three seasons. You've only seen season 1, yeah. So I've seen you're... about half of season 1, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Kipo's great. It's got it's got a great amount of representation. Um their main character is mixed. Uh mm-hmm. father is black and the mother is of Asian descent. They actually never go into like mm. where they're originally from because of the apocalypse. They've all just lived underground. Yes, so... it's been
0: 200 years since the apocalypse, they mentioned. Yeah.
2: So at this point, like nobody's like, nobody knows where they're from anymore. So it's just kind of Mm. like, we're all just living here together, trying to survive. So it's interesting. And her parents are like scientists and astronomers and things. So she's really smart and uh, I like it. I like it a lot. She's got like some spunk to her and she's a great, I think like representation (laughs) <laughs> like for for kids who would see it and go oh wow that's like me and I do this and I'm into space and I'm into this and I'm like that's so cool I like that a lot
0: yeah seeing smart girls on tv are very good not mm-hmm. just you know I love uh, big butch women like She-Ra those are great too <laughs> but we also need some smart women too <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: yeah I think like Kipo's got like all the things that like uh I liked about Shira, but then also kind of elevates it a little bit and mm. that it's a well first of all it's like a old original story so it's, it's, it's originally based a,
1: from a webcomic right yeah hey. yeah yeah it's
2: originally from a webcomic but like it's you know it wasn't an ip property from the 80s you know yeah, yeah it, it's yeah 2015 webcomic so like that you know it's it's a story that how do i say this without being bad with she-ra there was nothing that really, that was based off it over decades. <laughs> like it's something that's new, mm-hmm. you know, and I do enjoy that. I like that. It's like a different take on like the idea of independence, the idea mm-hmm. of teamwork, the idea of, you know, how to make your own way in life and how to think for yourself, stuff like that. I'm trying yeah. not to spoil things. <laughs> I'm trying, like, I know you haven't seen all the things yet, but like by season three, all the setups that they had in season one all pay off so i really i really enjoyed it so i highly recommend it to anybody and everybody
0: all right now for your listening pleasure we are going to read to you one of the most iconic scenes from season one episode six take it away team
2: Kipo and Bennett are riding a ferris wheel, enjoying a rare quiet moment together. The carriage rises to the top as they gaze into the stars. Which one's that?
1: That one is Arcturus.
2: How about that one?
1: Hmm, not a star. That's a planet. It's Mars.
2: Wow, there's so much up here I don't know about. Bennett looks longingly at the sky. Kipo smiles as she stares at him. You alright? Yeah. Sure about that?
1: Oh, uh, you know... I just wish Wolf and Dave were here too. (laughs) They're missing out
2: on all the fun. But actually, I wanted to get you here alone. You did? Yeah, to see all of this. I wanted you to know that not everything on the surface is bad. That there are places where it's okay, better than okay. That there's help out there for your people. That's my present to you. He touches her shoulder, she blushes. And I didn't want anybody to spoil that for you. The Ferris wheel stops with Kipo and Bennett's carriage at the top. This is Kipo's chance, now or never. Is that part of the script? I don't know if
1: it's because I'm turning 13, but I feel different right now. And I feel like I need to tell you that. Sign. Sign. <laughs> sorry, Sign. I'm sorry. I think I like you.
2: Oh? Oh! Oh. You don't feel the same. Oh no! I I like you too! I I really, really like you. You're all kinds of awesome, but you should know something.
1: (laughs) You like me as a friend.
2: Well, yes, um, because I'm gay.
1: Oh, oh, I totally misread your signals. Is it okay if I curl up into a ball now? Thank you, though, for just, I don't know, being you.
2: The two hug.
0: Welcome back, and make sure to follow all, all of our. Make sure to follow Tokyo Closet Ball on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. to Get all the tea you need to know about gender subversive entertainment in the city of Tokyo. Let's plug some of our sister events. First one, Casket of Horrors. Follow House von Schwartz on Instagram. They just finished their holiday show in December, and they're gonna have a lot more coming up for you in the future. So make sure to follow. House Von Schwartz. Mm-hmm. We also have something called The Kings of Tokyo. What is yes. that?
2: The Kings of Tokyo is a mask show that is dedicated to kings as opposed to queens. So people who are of thin variety who then dress up in drag that is male-esque. I say this because basically the group is just like masculine energy vaguely <laughs> so, <laughs> so like if you are if you're wanting to be on stage for kings of tokyo please contact the kings of tokyo through facebook or twitter or i believe we have an instagram and uh you can message us at any time we have a dedicated person who is on our social media account shout out to floor thank you floor love you floor and so (laughs) and we are going to try to do a show soon ish uh we have to do some organizing there um i have taken over the rings for kings of tokyo and uh, time just got away from me and i had some things so hopefully uh yeah we can do that if you want to volunteer we desperately would love more kings desperately please 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 come to us (laughs) Speaking of volunteering,
0: we also have volunteers for Tokyo International Players. We've got shows online, and we have limited seating for live shows as well. Hmm. So if you want to get involved in live theater, make sure to check out Tokyo International Players. Hmm. How can we follow you, Suzy Scream Cheese? Um,
1: At the moment, just on Instagram, at Suzy Scream Cheese. uh, It is my social media is a little bit barren at the moment, but uh, more will be added as I do more of, I guess, what can vaguely be called performances.
0: And it's like nothing I've ever seen before. If you like people who have guts for days, then you are going to love a show from Susie Scream Cheese. Yes. Uh, how, how can we follow you, Mysterious?
2: You can follow me on Instagram. I'm mix underscore series. So, S, or not T-E-R-I-O-U-S underscore drag. And that's where I live. That's basically there. Because I have a full-time other job. So, yeah, there we are. Okay. A hand? <laughs> I know where you live.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm, it is silly o'clock. It's time for Tatiana to take her medicine and go to bed. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking time out for this interview, Susie Scream Cheese. We all have limited time on this planet and you've spent it with us. Thank you, Susie. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. And and thank you, Mysterious. I forgot your name for a second. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) My my name is Tatiana. I can remember that one. Everybody say
2: bye. bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Ah. Which one is it? It's that one. Pause? No, stop. Stop, stop. What? Are you sure? Yes, I'm sh-